When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of your perfectly good podcast, the only podcast on the internet, where we are counting down every John Hyatt song in alphabetical order. Shout out to J.B. Clark and Rob Carmack, who are inspiration, our brothers in music doing Springsteen Sings the Alphabet. And as always, when um, hanging out, I guess, at the library, maybe tonight, <laughs> my sister in all things, Hyatt uh, Sylvan Groth. Hi, Jesse. It's so good to talk to you. And can you believe this is the first song that we have talked about from Riding with the King? No, I had not realized that. And uh, it is, uh, we did an episode where we talked about Riding with the King. Uh, with a wonderful guest host. Um, I have a lot of happy memories about Riding with the King, so I was very excited this came up, though I have to admit that when I went to Spotify and built my little book to replay, replay, I thought maybe they were playing the wrong song at first, because mm-hmm. this is so different than modern John. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I wish I knew more about musical history to talk yeah. about which um, sounds it seems like he's emulating. Yeah. But it it is a little bit, A, of its time, which again yes. was 1983, and um, of some kind of fitting in a musical pigeonhole which does not exist in 2023 those holes have been blasted open for better or worse Mm -hmm. but perhaps getting ahead of ourselves a little bit Uh uh-huh so um we are talking book lovers from riding with the king how about just the facts 
just the facts. This is track 11, which was song five on side B. Very important, not only because, as I said, this was released in 1983, and uh, most people were consuming their music on vinyl or cassette, which definitely had a side A and a side B. But this is a situation where side A and side B had very different uh, production because they had different producers and were produced in different places. This is the side that was produced by Nick Lowe, who, as we know, uh, went on to play on John's Bring the Family and then become a member of Little Village. And of course, is a brilliant singer, songwriter himself and performer. Um, this is the second of three albums that were on Geffen. Uh, the first was All of a Sudden, which uh, had great expectations that fell flat. Uh, yeah, we, we could get into the perhaps revisionist history, but, um, riding with the King was definitely more of a both commercial and critical success than all of a sudden. However, there was just one more album to go before Geffen, uh, parted ways with John. The album did not chart in the U S but it peaked at 36 in Sweden of all places. Um, and just kind of an interesting historical note i have one of the actual press releases that geffen uh produced because once upon a time you could dig through record stores and find these things because poor journalists would sell them for a buck and then the record stores would sell them for 10 bucks so i was looking through the notes of the official press release and with that um there was an article from the oakland california tribune uh that was uh, published in early 83, I think February, noting that this album was coming in August this year and noted that the upcoming album was tentatively titled The Irony and the Ecstasy. So in a different universe, instead of writing with the king, we could have The Irony and the Ecstasy by John Hyatt. Nice. I also uh, discovered in my research that Geffen was trying to do their best to uh, push this album and do a lot of promotion. And at one point they were sending out paper crowns to play up the riding with the King idea with the different band members as jewels on these crowns. So that would be a collector's item. If anyone has one of those in an old filing cabinet or on your wall, I tip my hat to you as the person who has so much John Hyatt weird stuff hanging around her house. Yeah. I have never seen one of those. I I would love to. We we need a photo. If someone has that, yes, call yes. us out. Yes. Uh, one more very important fact is that this song is actually uh, co-written. As we know, it's very rare that uh, John co-writes with anyone, but it is one of two songs that was co-written by his second wife, Isabella Wood. Uh, in the liner notes, she's referred to as I Wood. Um, Isabella is the character in Crossing Muddy Waters, so um, she unfortunately uh committed suicide and that obviously affected John quite a bit, but she uh, co-wrote two songs with John, this and doll hospital, which appeared on all of a sudden and very consciously uh, Jesse and I discussed the fact that we're not going to talk about John and Isabella as characters in the lyrics of this song. They are two people who wrote a fiction uh, that is the song Book Lovers. So 
we're not going to assume that anything that is going on between the characters uh, in this song have anything to do with John and Isabella. And um, I, you know, I, I can't even say that much with just saying what a sad thing it is. And to remind people that if you are struggling in any way, there are resources to reach out for help. Please do. And um, yeah, I just, it's, yeah, it's such yeah. a sad thing. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it really is. And yeah, I, I think it is easy to try to fit that mold of, oh, well, you must be talking about this, but understand that, um, in fact, we talked about this. Uh, Sylvan and I don't do a lot of pre-recording, but we do spend a fair amount of time. And, you know, one of my favorite stories is uh, the song Bobby Jean from Born in the USA, um, many people believe is about uh, little Steven leaving the band. And if you listen to that song, not think of it as a, a couple saying that they broke up romantically, but think of it as friends. Um, it, it, it comes from a different angle and it is a different song. Um, and Bruce and little Steven just smile and mm -hmm. never answer. As you've talked about often, you've been lucky enough to visit with John a couple of times, either before or after shows and, and with your wonderful, you know, um, the website and in the fanzine. And you've said he is very rare where he will flat say, this meant this. You know, he believes it, it is a, an abstract painting. Mm -hmm. You have to determine what it means to you. Right. Yeah. Much as that drives me crazy, I very much appreciate where he's coming from with yeah. that and love him for it. Yes. Yeah. Just sometimes you want, no, no, no. Just what does it mean, John? Right. Like, okay. <laughs> you know? Yes. So, yeah. Um, so, uh, all right. Any other facts we need to go to before we get into this one? Um, I think that covers it. I mean, there's uh, the required reference to Michael Elliott's Have a Little Faith book. There's a great uh, description of how this album came to be, including why there are two different producers and everything that went into um, getting this record made. I, I think it's worth reading, but we, we've got more songs that we will be talking about with this album. So yeah. I don't think we have to go too much into the weeds of those things. Yeah. And by the way, Michael has said that um, when we need him, he will gladly join us. And and we're kind of, I would love him every week, uh, <laughs> you know, but yes. it's probably. Sylvan rubs her hands evilly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, um, absolutely. And so. Um, Hello, Pantheon podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. 
with Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. So as I said, I'm playing this and I went, wait a minute, is, is this the right song? And mm-hmm. then after just when I hear the voice immediate, like, oh, yeah, it's this. That's right. Riding with the King. Um, very. I'm going to say poppy, but it's not poppy, but maybe that'll start the discussion and you can come up with a better yeah well it's the 80s adult contemporary kind of pop I think you know it's almost the Nick Lowe kind of pop perhaps um you know uh yeah yeah um and it it is a traditional pop song in that first of all there are background uh vocalists how often do we hear that as opposed to maybe one person but there's like a full band of people uh singing along with the chorus of that and it's the traditional uh verse chorus verse chorus and then uh a bridge and then final chorus so it's also um i think of its time that they were trying really hard to come up with a hook that uh, would work lyrically in terms of like, oh, I never thought of it that way. You know, the idea of playing up the childhood books that you might read and goodnight stories and that kind of thing um, in this idea of turning the page on a lover um with yeah. that i think maybe we just kind of get into the lyrics yeah, let's do um it. go for it yeah so i heard the news from every fool in town you've got somebody new and i never hurt so bad the strangest fiction just came to true aha we have another classic of pop culture a breakup song yes so and it it sticks right in that lane um Speaking of which, he then goes into a uh, car wreck metaphor, which we've seen in many a song, including Take a Drink, Bruce Springsteen. Yes. Crowds will gather for a twisted wreck. Well, all right, stare at me. It's just another story of love that turned into a tragedy. And, um, you know, I was just going to say that, you know, here is a narrator who isn't saying oh i'm so sad and woe is me there's a little bit of anger there and the chorus actually uh refers to him as the man who's lost the man who's been double crossed so 
um, the you and me were just book lovers, I think is playing up on the idea of I've had this fiction torn away from me. And what I thought was real uh, has just kind of come to an end. And I'm, here I am thinking like, well, what was that? Was that even something that I should have put my trust in for the future, for in the present? So uh, any thoughts on the, what so, we've covered so far? So I like your thought. An alternate thought is the idea that she was wanting this storybook romance. Mm -hmm. He wanted this. He's the Prince Charming. She's the damsel. He's there to make her dreams come true. And he, you know, that it's going to be happily ever after. And, you know, that's a book lover. That is, you know, that isn't a, you know, book lovers. That isn't reality. Um, one of the things that I think John talks about over and over again is that relationships are hard. Being successful in a couple, in any kind of couple, is hard work. And so I get the idea, right? Since you turned away, I turned the page on my happiness. Once it's found time, you're mine. Now I must confess, I can't bear to read the rest. It could have been a happy ending, girl. Grown so I tried. But now I see so clearly now, even though the tears I cried, you wanted love to be a fairy tale. And I get the feeling he's telling her, you, you weren't all in. You weren't ready to do this. This is, you wanted to, um, and to, you know, be uh, almost a 50s love song and you're going to wear my ring and we're going to the chapel and we're, you know, <laughs> this all happiness versus the down and dirty of making a relationship work. Am I overthinking it? I love that. I, I think you're right on. And uh, that has given me another little angle to look at this. And I, I think that makes the title work all that much better. Um, yeah, I, I absolutely agree. And that next couplet of now another prince has come and kissed you out of all our dreams. Um, that's what it says in the, um, lyric booklet that I'm looking like, I feel like in the song, he actually says, kiss you out of all my dreams, but I, I'd have to go back and listen. Yeah. And I'm sure there's different, uh, live versions that, you know, he says different things that, yeah, the idea that, um, they never quite made it past the script that right. they never got off the page and into three dimension. Yeah. And, he was hoping for it and he was willing to do the work, but all of those things that um, she just wasn't there and ready to, um, to give as much as he was. Yeah, so the, the true drama starts at the end of, and they lived happily ever after. Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. That's where the, the true challenge, the true joy, the true um, journey of love going it. And um, so, and and I think that feeds to your discussion of while he's he's admitting they're breaking up, part of him isn't tore up with it because he's like, I don't think you were in, you know. I think you were, you know, you were just wanting 
to stick your toe in it, right? Just to, to you, you, you're in, and this is a cliche, you're in love with the idea of being in love. I agree. Although it kind of seems like he starts on a journey from that, that like he, he, the first verse is I never hurt so bad. The strangest fiction just came through. I am completely torn up by this shock and I never expected this and it never hurt so much. And he's talking about crowds will gather for a twisted wreck. Will all right stare at me? Like, yeah, okay. I've also been made a fool and look at me and in my pain. Yeah. But it's almost like he gets over that um, in the course of the song that, you know. I could see that. Yeah. That. As soon as he's realizing it, it's just another story of love that's turned into a tragedy. Well, yeah. there's nothing special about this. And then yeah. he um, he's also says, what am I supposed to do? That's the chorus. You yeah. want a toast from the man who's lost, the man who's double crossed. Like he's almost questioning of like, oh, am I supposed to feel really bad about this? Am I supposed to put on this show of being the dumpy, the loser in this relationship? Um, or do I just kind of admit that it was never really meant to be? And I think he takes himself on that journey, even though he was saying, since you turned away, I turned the page on my happiness. Um, I don't know. Well, I see I, so clearly now, even yeah. through these tears, I cried. Yeah. And I, I don't think he's talking about... Um whole wheat or sourdough toast um, <laughs> you can almost see that she's saying look you know i've got the, you, don't you want to wish me luck you mm -hmm. know this is ended you know and he's like you want a toast from the man who's lost a man who was double crossed um and you know from cover to cover from beginning to end baby and you and me were just book lovers we were superficial we didn't get into the meat um, that's how I read this. I I love the ending of even the studio version. It they kind of and and you we weren't able to find a cover, and I I don't think we found the live version, though that would be fun to see. But you know he's kind of repeating the end in the chorus and kind of throwing that lines on. Oh, this was chapter two and everything. Uh, it just it really has a a, a really strong ending emotionally to me. Yes. Um, you know, and it's uh, that revisionist uh, looking back over a relationship that has ended, you always are like, well, where did it go wrong? And yeah. can I autopsy this and make some sense out of it? Yeah. And of course, the, the that's what humans do all the time. And I don't know if there's a human on earth that has ever gained anything from that exercise, yeah. but, um, and then we go back to the sound of the song, the, you know, full chorus of people saying, you know, uh, since you turned away, I turned the page on my happiness. You know, it's almost yeah. like a little, you know, zippity doodah kind of yeah. sound to it. Yeah. And, and this is a fully, you know, one of the things that um, it it feels like happened 
Bruce, sorry, John found his way, <laughs> um, that I, I like a stripped down band. I hmm. don't want that full synthesizers and keyboard and all this other stuff. Right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is, I want, I want a guitar. I want, sometimes you don't even want drums, mm-hmm. a bass, you know, and we're telling the story. And this is a fully developed song. There is lush instruments. There is lush vocal backgrounds. Um, it is a full um, production. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and it starts with the least production. Yeah. That it kind of, like, there's a crescendo, and then there's an intimacy when he's talking about hearing these news and then it's almost like that kind of like quiet you get when you've gotten bad news and then you're just like error I'm irritated I'm gonna start talking about it and then all of a sudden you're screaming at the top of your lungs about how upset you are kind of thing Mm -hmm. yeah um anything else I think I'm ready to rate how about you uh, yes, I am. I am curious. This is your turn to go first. It is my turn to go first. I'm going to put this at a very solid three because it's a fun song to listen to. It's fun lyrically. Um, it, it's of its time for sure. But I think you can hear what is special about John Hyatt in there. I wouldn't go as low as a two and I definitely wouldn't go as low as a four. So solid three. Yeah, I agree. Uh, not even a half this time. I think it's a solid three. <laughs> I think it is. Uh, there are songs on Riding with the King I will give higher numbers to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think this is a a um, a solid three. I, I, I'm, I'm not skipping this one. If it hits my rotation, I'm enjoying it. And uh, yeah, good stuff. And again, um, there's so much to talk about with the album as a whole, Riding with the King. Uh, Please, people, um, read Michael Elliott's book, and I will bring up more stuff from the press release and that fun little article I found later. Yes, as we go through, yes, we have to pace ourselves. We do. There's so much. Yes. Um, So I do not think we have any uh, feedback, do we? No, we don't this time, although this also made me uh, think that I do want to call out to people. Once again, um, we are posting on Facebook. We have a website, um, which um, if you wanted to reach out to Jesse or me, we can send you a link or it's linked on our Facebook page um, where the whole list is for the upcoming songs. And we are going to post in advance of our recordings, which songs we're going to talk about. So if you have comments, you can just make a comment or you can come in and join us. Um, And if anyone has one of those paper crowns that they use to promote this album, please get in touch with me because I would love to see it. So I, I waited till we were at this point in the podcast. You mentioned about this did not chart in the U.S. Well, we did not chart in the U.S., but last month we reached number nine in music discussion podcast in Colombia. Yes. Hello, Colombia. Yes, and we were t- number 37 in Singapore. So I don't know who is watching, listening in 
Colombia or Singapore, but please email us. I beg you, email us at perfectlygoodpodcast at gmail.com because we want to hear from you. Thank you so much. I never thought we would get rating in Colombia or Singapore, but I am thrilled. Thank you so much, everyone, for just listening, but also for, uh, yeah, for getting us charted. Who who would have thought? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if someone wants to uh, reach you, what's the best way? Uh, best way is probably Facebook, uh, Sylvan Groth. And uh, you can also find me through the link of the Perfectly Podcast Facebook page. I'm also on Twitter at Sylvan Green Eyes. And that's yeah. kind of yeah, I am at Jesse Jackson DFW on Twitter. You can find me on Facebook. Uh, we do have the Perfectly Good Podcast Facebook. We spend a lot of time at the John Hyatt fan site. And big shout out to everyone there who have been so kind and so loving of their support on the podcast. It is nice to see our downloads are growing a little bit at a time. And so uh, it is nice to see. And, uh, you know, and hopefully tell someone about it share with someone who loves music uh if they love john hyatt tell them to go check out the podcast and as always there is a third share available all the time if someone wants to join us you are more than welcome to visit with the song um someone talked about there we we have it cast out uh unless something changes uh, because of one of us being sick or not, we record every other week and we do two episodes behind the curtain. We do two episodes every other week and you can look at the date and you can say, oh, they're going to talk about this song on May 3rd. I, I want to go there and be part of it and we can make it happen. Absolutely. Now someone's going to go, May 3rd isn't a Wednesday, Jesse. I just randomly <laughs> picked that date. <laughs> No, I do not have that special skill. Yes. Yep. Very nice. Well, Sylvan, this was fun as always. Thank you so as much. As always. Thank you. This was a, a good one. Yeah. Uh, listeners, thank you. Uh, be safe. And remember, have a little faith. Have a little faith. Bye. Bye-bye. Baby, we can come on home. Put the cow horns back on the Cadillac and change the message on the quarter It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com 
Code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 